in obviously so we're both musicians we've both been musicians for don't mind me grabbing that i I brought a cooler for the occasion oh nice nice. there you go heck yeah man (laughs) gotta have a good bev um so yeah music culture in general tends to uh lean left if and when it leans political uh, or if if and when it's political at all political at all if i can speak today (laughs) um but yeah, I was curious, you know, do you feel like you've seen the same in your years throughout being a musician? And if so, uh, what are your thoughts on it? Or if you disagree, feel feel free to share your thoughts as well. All right. All right. Well, I actually have a lot to say about this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes, I've been a musician and I've been playing in bands and I've been musically active um for many many years now almost two decades and i've been listening to music since i was a young kid now this is a big one because there's two sides of it for me the first side of it is becoming an adult and becoming awake in your own way politically and then the dis- the rediscovery of music you- that I used to listen to as an adult and realizing, oh my God, I was listening to a band that was 100% like leftist, anarchist, you know, uh, stands for X, Y, and Z or completely, you know, like F the system kind of stuff. And, you know, I didn't even know what that meant when I was listening to it as a kid. That's the first side of it. The second side of it is the, the uh, agenda, the cultural agenda and how the music industry is involved in that. So there's two completely separate, you know, sides to it for me. So, um, I guess to start with the first side, you know, it's disappointing now that I'm older to realize that, and, and, and they're all tied together. They're, they're both tied together, these two sides for me. So, and I'm going to explain how. Um, so, in the process of realizing that, oh my God, like, I'll give an example Green Day. You know, I I listened to Green Day. I worshipped Green Day as a kid. Uh, Some of the first stuff that I learned how to play um, on on bass. And then as an adult now, I realize, like, I follow, you know, a couple of them on social media. And you see the stuff that they post. And you see, you go back and you revisit an album like American Idiot. That's a perfect example. And you, you... I, I revisited it and I listened to what they're talking about, what they're singing about. And I'm like, you know, I don't really agree with that. I don't really agree with the point that he's making right now. System of a down is another great example. They came from a, they came from a very uh, bad situation that continues to be a problem in the world, in their country. And they sing about that, but they also sing about, a lot of problems that they saw when they came to America. And it's interesting 
as an adult to think about that and read that and kind of unpack a lot of that too. Now, the other side of it is in this hypersensitive cancel culture time that we live in where politics Shapiro has a um, Ben Shapiro has a quote. I think it's actually from his mentor. If it's not from him, I think it is from his mentor. Politics is downstream of culture. And it's, or culture is downstream of politics, however you want to look at it. Like it's all connected. And to think that, and to think that there aren't um, agendas and to think that there aren't um, motives within culture to gain political power, to gain uh, further gain in their agendas, um, that, well, that would be foolish to think that because that's absolutely what's happening. And you have, the proof is all around us. The proof is in the pudding. The money in Hollywood is mostly coming from China. Um, there's all types of propaganda. There's all types of um, there's all types of propaganda in the music, in the movies, in the TV shows, in the now in the cartoons for the kids. I mean, it's all connected. And as a musician, it's been really, really alarming because I think what scares me the most about all of it is. Yeah, maybe I don't agree with what Green Day was singing about in their songs, or maybe, you know, I don't agree with what this one rapper said and, you know, or what Eminem said today in his, you know, latest bowel movement of a song where he just gets on and I'm an angry 40 year old man and I'm just gonna, you know, complain about it. Um, They have the freedom to say that on the microphone. They have the freedom to get in the studio and get on the mic and spit their feelings, their thoughts, their views. I don't have to agree with it. I can still like the music even, even though I don't agree with the band and what they stand for. It's getting harder and harder for me as a fan of music and as a musician to look past it. However, you can still, there are still songs that I like by people I disagree with politically. Or what, you know, based on what I see them share on social media, um, on their fan pages and stuff. What scares me the most and what should scare every creator of music and uh, art out there is the censorship side of it all. The freedom of speech is is so encroached upon now that it's, it's nearly, uh, it's nearly gone, man. I hate to say it, but it's nearly gone. Um, and it's very, it's become very clear to me in the music scene and the music industry, um, whether it's the rap world or the, the metal world, uh, both communities that I have ties to and both communities that I follow very closely. It's becoming very apparent to me that um, we're in big trouble and there is one side of the aisle and there is one machine that is making the moves and censoring one certain side of the aisle or anyone that is anywhere connected or maybe thinks a little bit or agrees with one side of the aisle no longer has that right. 
as a musician, as a songwriter, that should scare everybody. Right. Absolutely. Very well said, man. Um, on everything, honestly, I, I really couldn't agree more with, uh, with everything you laid out there. So yeah, you touched on a, a ton of good stuff. I, I, I had a very similar experience with Rage Against the Machine. I mean, I, I grew up, you know, in high school, even I think I had heard of them in junior high initially, but definitely carried them with me through like high school and even into college and didn't realize until later when I would have probably considered myself libertarian leaning um, or like kind of, you know, um, anarcho-capitalist as well. But yeah, didn't realize until later, like, wow, these guys are they, they all admit it like they're all socialists, you know, it's like that's that's their personal view. It's like, OK, that definitely changes my view on on your music. I'll still rock out to the music every once in a while, but it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be something that I look at with the same lyrical passion that I once did. And you said, too, it's it's so easy to, you know, when you're a young kid, you, you don't necessarily understand like what a particular concept means or like what they're trying to convey in the music. And you don't realize until later, like, wow, that was not at all what I thought it was. And yeah, some people want to tear down the system because the system is bad. Other people want to tear down the system and put their own system in place because they want to be the ones in power. So, yeah. And can I add something to that about the, the not, uh, the being a kid and not understanding. And that, that's a dangerous thing. Because without knowing it, we were being conditioned by the music that we were listening to as kids. Those bands and those people, they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were singing about. And, you know, whether it was lack of parental uh, supervision or just carelessness, so many people um, were exposed to things that as kids that they, in movies as well and shows as well, but we're talking about music. So, you know, musically, lyrically, um, we were exposed to a lot of stuff that we didn't even know until we we're older. And that's yep. dangerous because that shows you that it works. That shows you that it, it, if they can get that over your head as a kid, maybe with hopes that you'll grow up kind of having that um, tear down the system mentality or the, you know, extreme right wing kind of uh, subject matter, which you don't really hear much because the music industry has, in my opinion, has always been just like Hollywood where it's always been run by the left and it's always been run by complete leftists. And, uh, you know, there's never been another way, you know what I mean? It's always been like that. And, you know, it's just, it's, it scares me so much that we're losing I never. I can honestly say this. I never thought, as a musician, especially, I never thought I'd get to the point where I have to be careful of what I put out lyrically in my songs, because I could be taken off the internet like that. Lights out, done. I spend hundreds of dollars on recordings. I spend thousands of dollars um, on music videos. I spend all this money and time and energy on top of the creativity side of creating my art all for somebody in big tech land who's really a bureaucrat is what these people are at this point they're yeah. they're literally doing the bidding of the white house and the leftist regime and they're pushing the button and black goes my screen black goes my my instagram 
um, followers are taken, shadow banning happens. If I put out a song that doesn't, you know, that, that they deem is misinformation or whatever you want to say, I never thought I'd see that day in our lifetime. And I never thought that art would be this uh, in jeopardy of being censored. Sure.